We learned about the Ari Miklat. Now, as we saw last night, there's one din for Ari Miklat, there's another din for the other cities which were given to the Levine. This wasn't just in order to enable the Levine to enable there to be extra options for extra options for people to run to as Ari Miklat. This was the part of the Nachalah which was given to Shevet Levi. Levi wasn't given property, as we know. They were given places to live. And therefore, we're going to see in the next paragraph, which is the cities which were given to the Levim, was really their Nachalah. This was what uh, they were meant to be given. So let's see how the Levim were given their Nachalah. As opposed to what we saw previously, the Nachalah was given out by Agoyro. When it comes to Nachalah and Levim, we'll see a little bit of a different system. So we're holding my parak Chof Aleph. And the Pasuk says, Vayikshu Roshe Avis Levim El Elazar HaKoyen the leaders of the Levim came to Lazar Koim, to Yeshua, and to the other Rashi Ovis, the other Nasim. They spoke to him in Shiloh, saying, Hashem commanded that we should be given the studies to live in. Now, two or three interesting Ha'aris over here. The first point being that the Levim approached the Lazar HaKoyim before Yeshua. And as we said a number of times, Lechorah, that's the wrong order. Yeshua was the leader, Lazar was the Kohen Gadol. So Lechorah, the right thing would have been to approach Yeshua first. So the question is, why did they first go to the Lazar? And the answer is, and this we've seen in the Torah as well, the Kohen Gadol was also the de facto Nasi of Shevet Levi. Like we see by Aaron HaKoyim, we see in Bashar's Korach. When Hashem asked it to be put a stick for each of the Matis Klai so each of the Nasim had to bring their staff, which they put in front of the Aaron HaKodesh, to see who was chosen. So Aaron HaKoyen represented Shevet Levi. In other words, even though within the Shevet of Levi there were the Kohenim who had unique distinction of their own, Lemaise, that was still part of the Shevet. And if that's the case, the Kohen Godel also was the leader of Shevet Levi. The Tzorah says even more for Shepash was Korach that uh, the job of the Levim was to be Lavu to accompany the Kohenim. So Akilu, he was the, not just the head of the Kohenim, he was also the head of the Levim. And that's the case. It makes sense that the Roshi Avas the Levim, which means Gershon Hasmarori, they went to Lazar first. He was, he was their leader, so to speak. He was the head of the Shevet. So that's why they came to Lazar first. And they said, HaKadosh Baruch Hu was Mitzavi to give us cities. And uh, that's what they're requesting that Yeshua does. And the second question which needs to be asked here is, why do they need to ask for that? The Chayret was something clear in the Torah, right? that they have to give studies to the Levim. So why does it need that Kilo seemed that nothing happened until the Levim came to request the studies, and then afterwards we're going to see that Klai Yisrael get together to give the studies to the Levim. Why wasn't it done in Mirash? Just like we gave the Nakhla to all the other Shvatim, so the Levim should be given the Nakhla up front as well. And uh, the Kohen Gadol Just like Yeshua, the leader, to divide Eretz Yisrael into the Nachalas of each Shevet. Right? So same thing over here. He had to give the Levim their Jew, the, the, the area which was which was meant for them. So let's see how they did it. We'll answer this question also. So the Pasuk says, Vayitnu b'nei Yisrael la-Levim minachalasim el-pi Hashem Esha'arim o'elev esmigrashem The Kohen Yisrael gave the Levim each from their Nachalo al-pi Hashem the cities and the, the, which were there to live in. Which means, Al-Pi Hashem, the question is, does that just mean because Hashem commanded that they give cities to the Levim? And then each Shevet chose which cities they wanted to offer. 
Well, PHL includes the cities that they gave. In other words, was there a direct tzivui? This city, this city, this city, this city, whatever it's going to be. Well, no, the, the tzivui was you have to give a certain amount of cities. Klaishal, on their own, could choose which cities they wanted to, so to speak, after the living. We'll see. The Bnei Ayin Akoyen, who were also part of the Levim, like the Apostle tells us, even though the Akoyenim, the Ma'as Akoyenim were just a subset within the Shevet Levi, they were given 13 cities from Matzah Yehuda, Shimon, and Binyamin. Why were they given Dafka of Yehuda, Shimon, and Binyamin? The answer is Bashat. The Akoyenim had to be near the base of Mikdash. And therefore they were given Nachla in the Shvatim nearest the base of Mikdash, which were Yehuda and Binyamin who bought it on, on the base of Mikdash, and Shimon, who was included in Nachlas Yehuda. Now, what is an interesting question, is why did the Kainim need 13 cities? There were only two families. There was the family of Elazar Kain and the family of Yisamar Kain. And even if you're going to say they had their children or grandchildren, whoever it's going to be, but it's, it's not that many people. There weren't so many Kainim. 13 out of 48. So 13 out of 48 were given to just one family, or just two families, if you want. The cities of the families of Elazar and Yisamar. Right, we'll see. But if Neikahas and Neisarim, the remainder of Neikahas, so where were they given? They were given the nearest, the next nearest, so to speak, to the base of Megdosh, and that is Mishbuchas b'nei Ephraim, Matib b'nei Don, and Michati Matib b'nei Asher, Begaralos, Arim, Eser. They got ten cities, and then slightly north of where, of where the, the Kohenim took, they got the next nearest Shvatim, which was Benasha, at least the half of Benasha was nearest to Israel, Ephraim, and Matadon, which we said was in the central part of the country, that part of Matadon. And we see the rest of Kahas gets less cities than the Kohenim do. Only got 10 cities. But if they Gershon, so the Bnei Gershon, they got in the north. The Mishbachas Bnei Mati Yisachar, Mati Asher, Mati Naftali, they got the whole, the north of Eretz Israel, and Omechati Mati Menashe Baboshan Bagoro. They also got part of the north on the other side of the Yarden, which was Mati Menashe. And they got Arim Shlaisha also. They got 13 cities. So we're holding back. So we're going to see. As I said, the question was, was the sign of Yashem or was the sign? We'll see. The question is, what part of the Gorilla was? We'll see in the end. What was the Gorilla? Right. We're going to see later on when it talks about that. So it hasn't said Gorilla. It says, in other words, it says, at the end of how many cities each one got, they got the girl or in Musimat. So, okay, we'll see what the girl was for. The name Mirari, so they got on the other side of the yard then. We met a Reuben, we met a God, and we met his Vodun. They got Reuben and God, which was the other two Shvatim on the other yard then. And interestingly, we met his Vodun, which was in Eretz Israel, and they got Arim Shtem Israel, they got 12 cities. So, if you work it out, it's 13 and 13 and 10 and 12, which comes to 48. That was the vision of the 48 cities of the Ravim. And like we saw, the Kainim got a disproportionately large amount of cities. Right? They got 13 cities, which was as much as the whole of uh, Gershon, even more than the whole of Murari got. Okay. So here we have again, first there was given the Gairal. And the question is again, what was the Gairal? Because um, we're going to see how it worked out. As we're going to go to the next cities now. So it comes out that Vayutnu Mimatib Nehuda, Mimatib Neshimon, Esarim Ma'ela, Shiyikra Esen Bishay. 
These are names of the cities which they gave from Matzah, Yehuda, and Shimon. Those are the ones given to the Kohenim. They were given to the sons of Aaron, which were part of Kahas. They got first letters of the the Kohenim. So what cities did they get? Kevin was anyway a city earmarked for the Levim because it was one of the Ari Miklat. It was given, which Chalik the Levim got it, was given to the Kohenim. We saw previously, and now the Pazit says it again. Even though Kalev was entitled to Kevin, he was given the Chatzereo, the areas around the outside of the city, which were given to Kalev. The city itself was given to the Kohenim. Believe that. Uh, it's reasonable that Kilohem Hayah Agarah Rishayim means that they have they had the first Gairah to get Eretz Yisrael to give to the Kohanim. Uh, he's talking about the Kohanim. Kilohem Hayah Agarah Rishayim to give to the Kohanim. Right. Right. In other words, uh, the Metzodus explains here yeah, that, and this is part of the Machlagas we're going to get to, and that is, was the Gairah on altogether which Levim got where, or was that already decided? The question is which Levim they took. And uh, the Metzodus explains that the the, the Goyrel for Yehuda came out that the Kohenim got it. So how are you going to show that David says over here that they weren't given priority because they were Kohenim, they were chosen first in the Goyrel. That's one side. Like I said, there's nothing like this about that. The other side is that this was earmarked for the Kohenim. Because since it was nearer the base of the they had the priority to it. Or there was a dinner, the Kohenim got first, whichever one was going to be. And that's the case, because is going why they first took from Yehuda, because Yehuda got his chalik first. So Yehuda went back to him first to give to the Aralevin. That includes both Yehuda and Shimon, they gave those nine cities. And it's making the thirteen. We have four more cities from Binyamin. We matter Binyamin is given Arba. Now two of these cities are interesting to us. The one is Anosis. We know much later on in the Navi. Yermiyahu Akoyin came from Anosis. This was one of the cities of the Kainim, which was given to the the Kainim, and therefore Yermiyahu, much later on. Who was a this is the city he came from in Eretz Binyamin. What's interesting is we're going to see that um, later on in the Nach, um, we're talking about uh, in the end of Shaftim, there was the Milchama against Binyamin. And we're going to see that these cities given and gave a feature again, even though the match that we see over here is that there were cities of Kainim and not necessarily cities of Shachashah of Binyamin. That's the first, so to speak, division, which was given to the Kainim, again in the three Shvatim of Yehuda, Shimon, which was part of Yehuda, and Binyan. Now, the rest of Ephraim, we saw before, and they got from Ephraim and Menashe, Don. So the first thing they got was, again, the Irmiklet, because that was earmarked for the Levim. And besides 
Es Eltake ist Mugusha, es Gisel ist Mugusha, es Ayalon ist Mugusha, es Kashimon ist Mugusha, also Arim Arab, also Gaifo, und wir machen das Matze Menasche, wenn ich zu. Es Tainach ist Mugusha, es Kashimon ist Mugusha, so wir haben zwei Kashimon. Wir haben einen Kashimon in Matze Don, which was given, and we have another Kashimon in Matze Menasche, which was given. Arim Stein, and then we come to the conclusion, the title of Kal Arim Es, Mugusha, and Mishmacha ist Benei Kahasan Nesari. Okay. So that's the time of Christ. Now we're going to the north of Israel, where Bnei Gershom got, where they got 13 cities also. So the name of the cities are Bnei Gershom, Mishpacha, Salavim, Meichatzi, Matzim, Menashe, Es Ir Mikot, Aretzech, Es Goyenam, Babashon. That was the Ir Mikot, that was the first thing given to them. And also, Be'eshra, Be'eshra, Arimshtayim. Out of Chatzishev, Menashe, they got two. So it comes out that altogether, Menashe gave four, just like the other Shvatim. Ephraim gave four, Don gave four, and Menashe gave four. And we might say Yisachar, as Kishav is Megoshah, as Tavas is Megoshah, as Yarmas is Megoshah, as Enganim is Megoshah, also Arim Arba. Right? And we might say Asher, as Mishal is Megoshah, as Avim is Megoshah, as Chagos is Megoshah, as Shachav is Megoshah, again Arim Arba. Which is going to be the, the default position, because if you have 12 Shvatim, because you have a national prime separate, and 48 cities, so then the mathematics is going to be that on average each city is going to, each shavit is going to give four, except what we saw beforehand is when it came to you heard that, and Shimon together, they no, gave nine, which means there was an extra seven. Right, exactly. So we're going to see. We met in Naftali. As Ir Mikla Taretzach, as Kedish Bagadil, that always goes first, Ir Mikla was given to them, as Mikrashel. And as that didn't have to be chosen, that was already earmarked for them. As Chamois Darvis Mikrashel, as Kartumis Mikrashel, and here we have it, Arim Shalash. Naftali, I give three cities. Kal Arak Vishin, and Shachos, and Shalash, and Shair, and Mikrashel. Right. Now, the last division was with the Mirari, who got Nebra Yardin. And Mishpacha is Bnei Merari, Halevim, and Nisarim, and Esmatel of Zvulun, as Yakna is Mugashel, as Kadav is Mugashel, as Dinam is Mugashel, as Nahal of Mugashel, Arim Arba. Just like the others, Zvulun gave four, same thing Ruben. Matthew Ruben is Betzer, which was near Miklas with Mugashel, as Yazav is Mugashel, as Kadavis is Mugashel, as Mephos is Mugashel, Arim Arba. And lastly, Matthew God, as Irmakta Retzech, as Ramis Bagirot, who have got their first, and Mugashel, as Machanaim is Mugashel, as Cheshmer is Mugashel, it's Yazbis Megoshah. Again, Karla Arim Arba. So basically, altogether we have 48 cities. And like we saw, the only, the only one which didn't give four was Naftali, was Naftali who gave three. And Kanega that Yehuda gave five. Right. The reason for that, Naftali had their cities, like we saw before. Naftali, Naftali's land we saw was very fertile land. And if that's the case, they got less, a, less, a smaller inheritance because each parcel of land was worth that much more. But as a result, there was less cities. Whereas Yehuda had a much bigger land with more cities, and therefore they could afford, so to speak, to get an extra city to the Levim. One of the Shvatim didn't receive a large contiguous Nachra, they were spread out amongst their brothers. Was that? Menashe. Menashe. So they gave no, two in each part. Right. So each half yeah, gave two. There was one Don. Don. Don went and conquered their own territory. Okay. And they didn't give any of that to the Levim because they had already given four cities from the half of Nachra they got already in the middle of Eretz Israel. Right. But there was one that, that one Shimon. Shimon. Shimon was just given cities throughout Yehuda. So what happened with him? So he gave some of his cities. Some of his cities. He had to give some of his cities. Okay. Right. So we came to all together. We were given 48 cities. It's around the big Russian which is the 2,000 numbers around the city. Just each city was given together with the land around it. And that was the din of the cities of the Levim. So now this was the final, so to speak, 
the vision of Nachla, which was given, and that was after all the Shvatim got their land, then afterwards the Levim were given their cities. We asked why did it have to be that the Levim had to come forward and request it. So now we said, that we, there's a, a shayla over here, what, how, what was the process of how they were given? In other words, there was a girl. There's a number of times there was a girl. Was the girl on all the cities? In other words, every shevet basically contributed all the names of the cities, and the girl was which cities were chosen for the levim, or was the girl which levim got where? And then, if it was like that meant to be, let's say, for example, the coining or of a girl that they got in Nachlas Yehuda, Yehuda could choose which cities to give them. In other words, the girl, when it says, was an amount. There was a girl of 13 here, a girl of 12 there, a girl of whatever here. Or was the girl actually in the cities also? And the reason why it's a question is when the, the, there's a mashmos and the pasuk each way. On the one hand, it says a klayshal gave them their cities, which is the mashmos is that it wasn't like it was taken away from them because the girl determined the klayshal gave it to them. On the other hand, you know, there was a girl. So the question is exactly how we put the two together. Was the girl on the cities or was the girl on the levim who gets where? If, if it was up to the user to decide which city they wanted to give, You'll have a similar situation to what we find by Meisner, a person who generously or not so generously held better, not so good. So if a person, if the shevet was generous, he would give their best If the shevet was more thinking about themselves, they would give their poorer cities. To, to and which cities did they give? We don't know. We know the names of the cities. Very soon they said, you know, what? It would be up to them to, you know, up to their Could hearts. be. Could be. There's another question over here, and that is the city which was given to Levim, but and uh, so there's the city and the surrounding land of 2,000 Amis, which was belonging to them. The Torah says, and after that it goes it's the Nachla of the Shevet, which means there's no possibility of expansion in Lorena Levim, because the, where they're going to move into the, the halacha is you can't turn the migrash, which means the area surrounding the city into a city, and you can't extend the city because then you go encroaching on the Nachla of another Shevet. So it's an interesting thing. In other words, uh, the Nachlas of Levim, unless they went into high-rise buildings, but there wasn't room to expand really. There wasn't room to expand because the, 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 there wasn't uh, the area around this, each city belonged to the Hoshchevet, not to the Levim. Right? This is one of the explanations they give why the Kohen needed so many cities. Because it's provided for the future also. Because even though right now there weren't that many Kohen, but eventually there were 24 Mishmaris of Kohen. So imagine they, they had the cities now for what they would eventually need. The side is about the Levim. In other words, where, would, where was there a room, so to speak, to expand if there, more, if there would be more Levim when the, you can't expand the size of the cities? Now, the embassy, this is a question altogether on the Nachal. Now, as we've seen the whole process of the Nachal. That's where the Levim didn't come back. <laughs> then it wasn't that basic Nachal. Down the second place of the Mikdash, they wanted to live. But uh, another question. And this is a general question which any mathematician is going to ask in the process. And that is, we have a, a, a certain, let's say, la- amount of land within Klai Israel. It's now divided between the amount of people in the it. So let's say first generation. So each person gets his, his portion of land. Now let's go to the second generation. What's going to happen? So the sons are going to inherit their father's portion of land. Let's take a conservative estimate. Let's say they're four sons. So each one's going to get a quarter of the original size of the land. Now let's, say, let's go to the third generation. Each of them is four sons. So each one's going to get a quarter of a quarter of the size of the land. What's, how's this going to work? At some stage, it's not going to be viable. 
In other words, it shows not expanding. And if that's the case, the more people you have, you keep subdividing the original Nachalus, right? Uh, look at uh, however many dirs there were, generations there were in Israel, it means the Nachalus is going to get progressively smaller. Each person's Chalus is going to get that much smaller. So, how, how do you build for a system when there's going to be a natural population increase with, uh, in a way which there's no room to expand, so to speak? Because the Nachos are just going to have to get subdivided more and more. What's the question? How could a nation ever live its boundaries if it keeps growing? In other, words, keeps growing. in other words, if you're giving it boundaries, then it means that you, you, you have to multiply the amount the amounts of portions in the Chalik based on the amount of people, which keeps expanding. Right. So, here as we get into a sugya of what's called Kivu Shachit. Is it mutter to conquer more territory to add to the size of Israel? Now, there's already, like we saw previously, there's a basis in the Torah for this, which we saw at the beginning of Yosha. And that is, Hashem said, this is the land I'm giving you. And then afterwards, besides for that, there's also the concept of anywhere else that you, that you conquer will be yours as well. Which means, if there wouldn't be enough place in Eretz Israel, it would be mutter to, so to speak, branch out of Eretz Israel and annex neighboring countries to Eretz Israel, which is what David Melech did. Like the Gemara tells in the time of David Melech, the Kaisal came to complain to me, isn't enough land. Isn't enough, it's too small. So David waged a campaign against what's called Syria, today Syria and Aram Naraim, and he annexed the Israel. Now, the, the, that we understand. And what status the land which is added to Israel has is in the in the Gemara. If we said it does have the Eretz Israel, or it doesn't have the Eretz Israel, right? But now what, what I wanted to discuss was what's the division of the ground there? When Klai Israel conquered territory beyond the borders of Eretz Israel. So that's the case. How are we going to divide it up? Is there some kind of division to Shvatim or it's just no man's land? Whoever wants to come and live with the, it doesn't, uh, you don't have to live within your shape. It's just given to whoever wants it. Like, whoever wants it, basically gets it first and take it. Which is a little bit of the question which we saw by Shevet Don. When Shevet Don decided their portion was too small, so they went north and they waged the law against Lesha and conquered it. Right, so we saw two different Mahalchim. That's something which was originally meant for them, that we spoke about. That Don Gur Aryeh, that he was meant to be on the Bashan, he was, he was given Nachala there, which is left after him to conquer. That's the way we understood from the Psukim. But there's definitely also a Mepharshim who learned that no, this is exactly the Kibosh Yachid. Don needed more territory, Don wanted to find more territory. And Nalacha is added territory to Eretz Israel, doesn't get divided into Shvatim. We don't have to redivide Eretz Israel when there's more property outside the borders. Or we have to redivide their property into different shvatim. What was given to each other was their nachla. If Eretz Israel uh, expands and now encompasses more land, the extra land is basically for any shavit who wants it or any person who wants it. We don't find there was a division of shvatim in these places. Right. The other thing now goes with the other question. But on the other hand, we also don't find that there was an Indian of giving the Levi more cities. The Levi, we don't. More cities. What cities does Levi? We have 48 cities. But when they, if the borders of Israel would expand oh, and they would give more property, we don't find they gave the Levi more cities. So this brings us to the next question. Although we found that in the Asadah, we're going to get three more. Or a Mikra. Right. That's, okay. that's true. But uh, that's the Asadah. When we talk about what was in the time of Dabir Melech, like we said, when Israel was extended much more, right? we don't find the Levi got more cities. But this comes back to another question. And that is the din that, uh, that B'nai Levi were not allowed to get Nachala. Was it only in Eretz Yisrael proper or even in places outside Eretz Yisrael? 
which means if a Levi family decided that when David and Melech conquered Syria, they want to go and relocate to Syria, could they take a field there? Was it then that just that Eretz Yisrael isn't given to Levim, they're given cities, not property, and therefore the Levim living within the borders of the biblical Eretz Yisrael, the Territory Eretz Yisrael, wouldn't get property, only cities. But if there would be Kiva Shiachid, there would be an extension of the borders of Eretz Yisrael, so is there a deal that Levim can't take property there? Today it's partially like that because there's no deal of the Beis Amikdash. The reason why the, 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 the reason for that was that they were meant to be focused on the word of Beisamikdash. Today there's no Beisamikdash for sure. There's no nothing in that. But the question was that, and if that's the case, so then you'd have to say that even if the, the Levim weren't allowed to take fields, they definitely were allowed to live in cities in, the, in those areas. Right there, the one who wasn't cities near Israel. So here we see the, the end of the division of the land, and therefore the, the, the pasuk concludes by international Israel. It's called Haaretz Shenishbalas now the whole land was complete, it had been given to Kla Yisrael the way Hashem intended it to be. And now they were at peace from the enemies. Hashem left them at peace. No one stood up against them. All the enemies that they fought, Hashem gave them into their hands. Which means, even though there were those pockets of Canaanim still within Israel, like we saw, like we still see, the Canaanim definitely didn't stand up to attack the Jews. They might have maintained a low profile or paid tax, whatever it was, to the Jews, but uh, they were going to attack. They, were, they had peace from the people around, and no one was going to fight with them. And this is really the end of the, this part of Zephyr Yeshua, which was the conquest and the division of Israel. And this becomes the conclusion. Exactly what Hashem promised them, He gave them. Israel inherited the whole of Israel, it was apportioned to them, exactly what Israel wanted it to be. And what it means that no doubt Dover all the brachas Hashem said about Eretz Yisrael, Eretz Avos Chalav Advash, Eretz Shalayim Miskinet Techol Balechem, Eretz Chitas Ha'ir Vegefer Tzayin, all the brachas of Eretz Yisrael were all misguided. So Klai Yisrael is now settled peaceably in Eretz Yisrael. That brings us to the end of the concept of the division of the Nachalah. And that took seven years. Right, so now we're holding 14 years from the initial entry into Eretz Yisrael. At this stage, the, the conquest and the division of Eretz Yisrael is complete.